The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that the largest species of armadillo, known as the Okaro, can weigh as much as 80 kilograms? Oh, whoa. Wow, that's pretty big. Still not as big as your mama's ass. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> dummy pick. <laughs> For more armadillo facts, to find out how you can access episodes up to a day early, and to check our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Nick Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters 26 through 29 of A Memory of Light, book 14 of The Wheel of Time. Previously, Egwene escapes the Sharn camp thanks to, or maybe in spite of, Gawain donning the blood rings he's had <laughs> rattling around in his pocket for ages. Rand and his crew enter the mountain where he sword fights Morden, kind of like a warm-up fight for the Dark One, I guess. Fortuana decides on a whim to honor her agreement with the Dragon Reborn, break her chains, and wreck her shops. And so the Shanshan join the fight. Can you imagine like, if she was like, I'm not going to do that, and Rand's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the war continues poorly on nearly every front, although Rodel Iteralde is actually doing pretty damn well, and if anyone in the world needs a win, it's him. Meanwhile, Perrin, the workhorse of the light, just uh, ticks his way down his to-do list. He sets up a dream spike to protect Rand in the dream. He chases Slayer off. He sets up a surveillance network to monitor dreams goings on before setting his sights on Grendel Hesselon. He may not be flashy like Matt and Rand, but this dude gets shit done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he is like a team right now. Yeah, and, and honestly, like he needs to like get on it because this, this whole set of chapters is about what Perrin needs to get done. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 26, Consideration. Icon of the Tarvalon Flame. So Egwene meets with Fortuana. Yeah, going into this, it's kind of interesting. Egwene is about the same place I am, where she's like, working with the Shan Chen sucks, uh, but throwing them at the Sharan seems like the way to go, right? Yeah, yeah, let, let these two people who suck all kill each other. Yeah, every, right. everybody, the world wins, right? Yeah, and Fortuana is extremely contemptuous of her, tries to treat her like a subhuman, but even worse than she does to most people. But Egwene just, like, throws it right in her face. Oh, I know, I know. This is one of those moments where, you know, I don't like Egwene, but I like watching Egwene happen to other people. (laughs) (laughs) Or to people I don't like. It's great, yeah. It's it's awesome. Uh, You know, Fortuana, like, keeps trying to do these little, like, these subtle jabs, and Egwene's like, fuck you, like, every time. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Right up in her face. Uh, And she she even goes on to talk about her experience being captured and collared. Yeah, because Fortuana is like, oh, the Domine are so happy. You have no idea what you're talking about. And Egwene's like, oh, that that can't be true. And Fortuna's like, you don't, you just you just don't know. You just haven't experienced it yet. And Egwene's like, oh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and Fortuna is, of course, angry. Matt didn't tell her, but only because she likes to have you know like a, a conversational advantage. And uh, when she well, calls him out, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean Matt, he, I think he's. This is not a Matt lying or Matt being a, a slippery guy. He just like it didn't come up, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, how much time have they spent together? Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't seem to have a lot of actual conversations. <laughs> this is also where Gwen learns that uh, Fortuna married Matt, and the reaction is pretty funny. She's like, <laughs> laugh. She's like, him? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like she. He laughs. She laughs because she's like, oh, you you spent too much time next to a Taverin, and now you're caught. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Which man. I thought was also funny because it's totally true. Like, just being next to 
Matt changed Fortuna's life, but also Egwene's entire life is being trapped in Taverna Craft. It's right? true. <laughs> it's true. Like she was an innkeeper's daughter before this stuff started. And Fortuna, of course, is like, dude, why do you tell me? He's like, honestly, it did not even occur to me. Like, so much shit has happened since then. Like, I also summoned the Heroes of Legend to crush the Shanshan army in Falm, but I didn't tell you about that either. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> right, yeah. Did, did he tell her that he went to another dimension to rescue uh, uh, Marath Domine? Uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know. Like a week ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't mention that one either. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff left on the table, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then they then they do a deal. Yeah, this is, this is interesting. So, Egwene makes a play to keep Tremalking free, which uh, at first I was like, what is this about? But then I remembered. Do you know why she's doing this? Oh, oh, is there that Terangriol there? Nope. It's what? because she has a deal where she sends Aes Sedai to Tremalking. So if Tremalking is uh, Shanshan oh. territory, she's sending Aes Sedai to be captured. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yes. like, it didn't even realize. She'd be, like, feeding uh, Aes Sedai to the Shanshan by honoring her deal with the Sea Folk, unless yeah. she keeps Tremalking free. Or, I mean, she, like, maybe a, a nicer interpretation is she also knows that there's a whole bunch of channelers in Tremalking because... Yeah, it, she yeah. might... She might also just be trying to minimize Shanshan presence altogether. Mm -hmm. Or she knows that the island of Tremalking will be a dagger at the Shanshan's throat from a geopolitical standpoint, right? There's a lot of good reasons to keep Tremalking free, and Tuan, I think, doesn't quite realize uh, all of these things, but yeah, yeah it doesn't understand. It's unclear to me how whether Fortuana here is actually still operating under the assumption that the Shanshan has a giant armada just waiting to invade at any moment. Which they don't anymore, right? Or whether she's just playing it that way. Yeah, she's um, yeah. I I think she doesn't. She expects that other people don't know what's going on back in Shanshan. They do. I mean, as as Wayne reveals, but uh, yeah, she 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 seems to be overplaying her hand a little bit. I do like her counter condition though. Uh, her counter condition is that. Egwene has to tell all the Chandlers that they're free to go be collared by the Shanshan, yeah. and Egwene's yeah. like, okay, sure, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, yeah, for, that's the deal. She has to let Shan Chan like propagandists go into all the kingdoms and and offer people for people to come willingly become tortured mind slaves. Yeah, and, and Egwene says, "Well, okay, in that case, you have to let them leave if they want to. How about yeah. that?" Yeah, I mean, seems fair, right? Yeah, Fortuan does not come off well at all in this whole conversation, yeah, especially since right at the right at the the moment of tension because they don't resolve that last point. Egwene no. like slips the dagger in and outs her as a potential channeler. Mm -hmm. Yes, this and, is the thing we've all been saying, right? And she tries to do that hypocritical. First, she's like, "Oh, you're lying," and then she's like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe like sometimes we can learn after we've championed." Yeah, but, after but, but that's different. Yeah. That's not the same it's thing. It's you know? so hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it, it, it's. I, I wouldn't say it's surprising, but it was very frustrating to read it because this is like this is like the the mental mental gymnastics that you see in situations like this. Yeah, pure Rules self serving for thee, not yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. And then they almost get in a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, unsurprising. This is where they like almost come to blows. You know. Yeah. Which um, I mean, I kind of, oh, kind of like Egwene to just frag all these people, but yes. you know, they gotta we gotta fight the dark one first because somehow that's a different evil. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah, but, um, but Matt. Cools down the situation by and, copping a field. Yeah, by grabbing Egwene's <laughs> chest. Yeah, I want Egwene to be the breaker of chains. I want I want her to murder for Tuana and take over all of Shanchen. Absolutely, that would be great. Yeah, like yep. if, if she could just prove somehow that Fortuana is a Marath Damane mm -hmm. in front of everybody, that would probably bring down the Shanchen pretty hardcore on right? its own, right? Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Like, say what you want about Egwene, but she's not a slaver, so yep. there's a big step up. But ultimately, it, Fortuana agrees to fight the Sharans some. Yeah, uh, barely. 
But but Matt, all the, like it's funny because they almost almost share a moment of like commonality, like in their frustration with Matt. They're like they like look at each other like this guy. And they're like yeah, this guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> which he does on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Which he's he's using the tools he's got. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But then they remember themselves. But yeah, they, they I guess they come to kind of a tense agreement, sort of. Yeah, they do. Like they're they're gonna the Shanchan are gonna kind of help, and but only with the channelers and kind of grudgingly. And uh, I like there's a nice bit here where Gwen's like, okay, Matt's in over his head. I'm gonna have to rescue him. But Matt doesn't want. He explicitly does not want to be rescued. Uh-huh. And I like this because this is exactly a turnaround from how Matt used to treat Egwene, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's kind of cute. It is true. That's right. Then Elaine is fighting in the battle. Yeah, doing her Kyrian. witch queen on the front lines thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, they're slaughtering the Trollocs. They've, they've done like a, a Hannibal at Cane kind of move where they've allowed the Trollocs to push their center of their line back so they can encircle them and, and slaughter them. Yeah. Uh, and it's working great. But they get, after they're exhausted, they get attacked by a second Trolloc army that wasn't supposed to be there yet. Mm-hmm. They are screwed. Yes. That's on Bashir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're there a day early, and they've been planning on having some recovery time before these two right. things happen. Yeah, and, and Tam Althor reveals that Bashir hasn't had his scouts out. Yeah, because Tam, the two rivers guys, are one of the scout groups. Yeah, yeah. and so they conclude and, that and Bashir, Bashir denies it. He's like saying, "Yeah, I did," because he doesn't. Yeah, he, like his he doesn't remember or he doesn't understand. Or yeah, something. something's going on with his head. But yeah, they they resolve that that the only explanation is that Bashir must be a dark friend. Oof! So he has him arrested. Yeah. yeah, I mean it sucks, but that's what needs to happen right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's the right thing. It, it 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 feels a little bit like a stretch to me for them to assume that he's a dark friend. I mean, like I I, I obviously he's doing something wrong, and there's like a lot of explanations for that. But like Davron Bashir, man, he's been like on Team Dragon for like yeah that books now, right? Yeah, but you can't trust. You can't just blindly trust anybody. I suppose so. Yeah, it's true. I feel like if he was a dark friend, he could have done a lot more harm a lot faster than this. He could, yeah. he could have killed Rand at any point, right? Yeah, a lot of times. He could kill Elaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would have been more destructive to the cause than anything else, right? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, all she did was relieve him from duty and put him and his wife under guard. Like, she did. She, she, didn't, she didn't kill him. Did she say he, she thinks he's a dark friend, or did she just have yes. him arrested? She called him out specifically as a dark friend. Does yeah. she? Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Uh, she thinks it, but she never says it. Uh, let's see. I think if she says it, no, she it... questions him, but she never says it to anybody. Okay, then then oh, no, then, right. then that's probably fine because yeah, they they, they won't have to execute him right away. Or yeah, whatever. hopefully, because uh, you know we because we know what this is. Like we have information that she doesn't have. Obviously, that yeah. Grendel's been warping people's minds, but yeah. Chapter twenty-seven: Friendly fire, like another rising sun. Uh, Gareth Bryan's forces are being pressed very hard as the Aes Sedai and Shanshan Channelers are having a, a big ol' artillery fight. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's thinking about how this is this is kind of changing the way warfare works because, uh, you know, this is a wizard battle now, so he's having yeah. to move around because at any point, someone could teleport in and just absorb the command tent, right? So... Yep. Um, they could pro- like you, you. You suddenly beca- begin to understand why dream spikes are valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is yeah. the, the defense against that kind of thing. I've, I've been reading about this recently uh, on Brett Devereaux's blog at the, a collection of unmitigated pedantry, uh-huh. uh, which is really it's a really great blog. But a point that he makes is that the modern firepower is so strong you can't have concentrations of like command anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and you have to basically move around and use like stealth and mobility. Yeah. Instead of massing fire, because like basically there are no static defenses that can't be just deleted by by long range fire now. Yeah. 
And so that means they have to push command down, like tactical command, down the ranks to the local guys. Because you can't have, like, you can't have the Gareth Bryan who's calling all the shots anymore. Because that guy could just get, you know, killed from orbit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That makes sense. That's, I mean, that's how modern wars work. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I guess that, that we have, through the power of communication, we can, like, put a general in a place where he's unreachable by missile attack. Yeah. Mostly, but still, yeah. You hope. You hope, yeah. Um, but the, he then he sends men to go request more cavalry from the Shanshan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, um, the a rocket a rocket falls out of the sky and kills his messenger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool little messenger. She got like one scene and then splat. I know. She like it, they, they did like the the oh man, she's great. I really like this person. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the no, Jamison. Yeah, uh, like uh, I'm, I'm curious about this though. So. Demandred is commanding the opposing forces using both Sharans and Shadowspawn together, right? Like, yeah. in, co- in concert. Which makes me wonder, do none of the Sharans have questions about this, right? That's a good question, yeah. Like, the Sharans aren't, like, a, a nation of evil, right? They're, they're, they're a, in theory, a group that's been co-opted by being misled by a, a mean, Forsaken posing as some light, light force, right? They could all be, like, mind-controlled, like... All of them, or something like that. I guess, yeah. I just, I, I imagine there's got to be some Sharn out there who's like, "Wait, are oh, we the bad guys? Yes, yeah, are, <laughs> are we the baddies? Like, only our side is using Shadow Spawn, and it's in the name, right? Shadow yeah, right? Spawn, right? Like the Trollocs, they're like attacking those people, and we're attacking those people. Huh, I don't know. Like we're marching <laughs> south, right? Where are we marching south from the Blight? Yeah, are we supposed to be going back to the? You know, I, yeah. I don't know. This, this, this feels a little weird, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they, but, they go to ask a question of their commander, who's like got filed teeth and like devil tattoos all over his face. And like, oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, we're the good guys. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, reassured. I'll ask him tomorrow. <laughs> While well, he's like chewing on a, a human arm, I assume, right? <laughs> filed, filed teeth is for eating human flesh, yeah. certainly, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they they travel men over to the Shanshan army. Oh, and, and, and this was like immediate. I was like, men, like yeah. in the same room as for, as Fortuna. That's this is bad, right? Yeah, yeah. They they make her crawl because they're saving their energy, so they're doing small gateways. Oh, yes. I know. Something about the idea of crawling through a tiny gateway creeps me out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like, all the gateways always creep me out. Actually, the idea yeah. that they could just like like the Chandler could sneeze or something and just be sliced in half. Yeah, because they have like a like a, a, a what's it like a molecular edge kind of thing, right? Where they yeah. cut through everything, you know, mm-hmm. and. and I know that we've discussed this a couple of times. I still don't know, like, what happens if you bump the edge of the portal, right? Like, d- does it cut you? It, like, yeah, yeah. If you if yeah, you move like, in the portal, like you, t- they talk about like like this guy made a portal that was so small you had to nu- had to duck to get under it, but you could just cut the top of your head off. Only if it opens or closes on you. I don't know. I mean, like, what is what is the edge what, of the inside look like? What if you trip and fall into it? Mm. Yeah, like what, yeah. What if you? What if the bottom half of you goes through, the top half doesn't? Like, does that just cut you in half? Like, I remember Rand asked what happens if you go in the backside of the portal, and Asmodian was like, "Man, no one knows. No one's stupid enough to do that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to the Shanshan army, where it's just sitting there, not doing anything really. Oh, and, and um, yeah, and she they just make her wait. They're like, oh. Uh, Sorry, you know, we... Yeah, you're we not on the list. You're not on the list, so... They just make her sit there, and, like, meanwhile, her army is getting crushed. Mm-hmm. She finally manages to sort of negotiate her way in to see Matt, who's there, like, kind of overseeing the, the army. Yeah, he's just, you know, doing Matt stuff, like, spouting things in the old tongue, and, you know, doing, like, 
brilliant tactical stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fortuana comes in, and Matt just no chill outs her, outs Min to Fortuana. Uh, I, know. I know. I felt so bad about that. Like, like Min, Min starts, like, in, in, in everyone's defense, Min does actually start it by saying, oh, I saw this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, Fortuana's like, what was that? He's like, oh, no, no, it's not like that. She just has the ability to, like, read... Uh, omens and can predict the future and stuff. And Fortune's like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yourself. It immediately appoints her like the, the high doomseer of the shop. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. She's just swept along. Yeah. That. Oh, even though also, did you see she she saw something about Galgan, the guy who's gunning for Matt? What yeah. was it? A dagger rammed through the heart of a raven, but she says she doesn't think the raven means him, Matt. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. he's the prince of the ravens, right? It like, seems bad. It's right there in the name. I don't know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess Fortuana also names men, like, her property, sort of, like, claims her. Yeah, like, of course she does. you can't do that. That's, oh, I hate Fortuana. Oh. Well, I mean, like, yeah. apparently you can't. This is, this is, like... This right here is why we don't fuck around with people who treat people like property, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. like all it takes is just like, oh, the empress is having a bad day. Now you're now you're a slave, you know? Yeah, terrible. Um, Mincy's a death lily above her head. Head. Somebody's gonna try to kill her very soon. But you know, what else is new? Yeah, that's that's every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. There is an interesting cultural note here. Um, they name her. Let's see. Doomseer. She who may not be touched and. There's a, a point, because right before this, she says, oh, I see a death lily above your head. Someone's going to try and kill you. And, of course, they, they see it as a threat because they're stupid. Yeah. They tackle him in. One of the people who tackles her takes off his gloves and throws them on the ground and starts wiping his hands because yeah. it's, like, it's like, I guess there's like a taboo with touching the person oh, who is the doomsayer. It's not like a protection thing. It's like a disgust thing. Or I, unclear if it's like maybe maybe she's, da- maybe she's bad luck. Maybe she's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Maybe. What happens if she just walks out of the camp? No one can touch no one her. Right? her, right? That's yeah. A question. I, I, theoretically, she could, right? And it seems likely that if Rand survives this, he's going to touch the hell out of her at some <laughs> point, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like, may not be touched, huh? Well. <laughs> touched by a dragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you get lots of viewings about all these people, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Min's, Min's power is very useful, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. th- like I, you absolutely understand why Fortuana would want to claim someone like Min. Yeah. Chapter 28. Too many men. Too many men. (laughs) Uh, Lan sees some similar mistakes in Shinar to the ones we've been seeing from the other generals. Yeah. Yeah. In Agomar. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's like doing some investigation, essentially, right? And we're seeing a theme emerge, you know? Um, This is, you know, people being moved at the last minute and people not being where they're supposed to be. Yeah, he sees a group of... Troops uh, just crash into each other and and get all confused and, and get in trouble. And you see, he teams up with that guy, Bald here, and takes a posse to the command tent. And then uh, to double check, he sends out some scouts to confirm that uh, the orders aren't going out right. Well, mm-hmm. not only that, there, there's um, a situation where there it, it appears that one of their flanks is being opened up. Like, one by one, groups are being removed from it. So he interferes with those orders and sends them to look to see if there's an army coming because yeah. he suspects, you know. Yeah. And then Loyal is in Elaine's battle and uh, they're losing so he decides to sing a really cool song. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is this is cool. He starts singing, I think he says it's a song of growing and like just leaves and shoots start coming off of people's weapons and it's, yeah. oh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Magic Ogier war song. This is pretty sweet. It was. Because he's got a book to finish and we know Loyal survives because they quote him. 
Oh, they do. It's That's true. right. Yeah, he's been he's been in some of the well, spoiler. <laughs> no, right? Come on, <laughs> come on, Robert Jordan. Yeah. Then back to Matt, um, and in this chapter there is what I would call a Sookie scan. Uh huh. Which you may know for our other podcast. Oh, oh, I know for Cortani. Yeah, there's this other general there that like Matt just has. He just cannot stop thinking about how ugly she is. Yeah. Yep. He, he does it like three different times. Yeah, the, the Shanshan Banner General was about as pretty as a bundle of sticks with armor bolted to it. Matt figured she must have eaten something very sour once, and upon finding the resulting grimace useful for frightening away birds, had decided to adopt it permanently. Yeah. Shit, Matt. Mm-hmm. I know, he keeps going. Like, there's another one on the, uh, the, the very next page where he says, um, it's too bad that Tylee was so good at what she did. Matt would rather have had her uh, behind for company... Um, and sent this scarecrow instead. I was like, dude. <laughs> like, come on, Matt. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, whatever. The, but he's there. Uh, he, he gets a little frustrated because he, he can't get a feel for the battle by looking at all these dumb maps. Yeah, maps are for assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so he decides to take uh, Tai Lee, or, or he heads down to where Tai Lee is at, and it's because he's going to check out the battle personally. Yeah, he also, uh, in this moment, attempts to sell men on the advantages of staying behind Shan Chan. Yeah, you, you can help Rand by being being the personal slave of the Fortuana forever. By, by being the, the, the same person in the room with the crazy empress? Yeah. yeah, you can make up some viewings, how about that? Yeah. I mean, I, the make-up viewings part is problematic, but the rest, he's not wrong, right? Well, it's I mean... It's true, yeah, you surround Fortuana with, like reasonable people that aren't like born Shanshan Crazo slavers. Yeah. I just feel like things like that are uh, they never really work out the way you hope, you know? The Empress usually gets to do what she wants to do anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I'd have to say though, like the Empress is completely taken in by Min. You know, she thinks she's amazing and like Min is one hundred percent loyal to Rand, so that could be a a place to open up. That is true. true. He's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're probably right. And he's right, but uh, but also if Min, I don't know, grows the wrong fingernail out or something, she get executed. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not fun to be in the Shanshan court. That's yep. true. If something bad happens to her, the Shanshan are just going to be fragged by Rand. Yep. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, either way, uh, Matt decides he's going down there. Min decides to tag along, and Tuan decides to join them. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Chapter twenty nine: The Loss of a Hill, Icon of the Trollocs. Egwene observes another big old generally mistake by Gareth Bryan. Oh, but there's one there's one note here. She notices that Mirdral has started wearing uh, Trolloc costumes like <laughs> <of> the Chandlers. Because <laughs> they keep pulling their heads off. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like the, the Trollocs are hunkered down because they know they're about to get blasted. And she sees like a, a Mirdral wearing like a, like a brown cloak and he's yeah. got like a little catch pole in his hands. Like, I wonder what he's going like. Ruff, ruff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, uh, but as you said, uh, so saying, like she throws like a tennis ball, and whoever doesn't run after it, she frags. But this is like the early days of artillery, by the way. The officers used to be like much better dressed and more visible than the the linesmen. Yeah. Uh, so that everybody knew who they were, and then those people just started getting killed right away. So they it changed that the officers basically dressed the same as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In modern wars. Yeah. Makes sense. It's the mirror all sort of officers, right? Yep. Uh, but yeah, as you mentioned, uh, like a cavalry strike leaves their flank open to a sneak attack. So we have another situation where, in this case, Gareth Bryan has made some some major strategic error that, that leads to their, essentially their loss, right? Yeah. And then we cut to Lan, who confronts Agomar about this. 
And Lan, it turns out he's right that uh, Agamar had left this hole in the lines, and Land's scouts have found uh, a sneak, a, a Trolloc sneak attack coming in through the hole. He also notices that the maps are wrong, so Agamar isn't even looking at the right information at this point. Did he? I didn't see that. Yet. Yeah, he, he he notes that the map that Agamar is working off of shows that the um, there's the cavalry is still on that that flank. Oh that right, yeah. He's left open. Because so he must not have given the order out or something like that. Yeah. Or he did, and he doesn't. He doesn't know yet. But he has Agomar arrested. Yep. And he realizes, though, he tries to talk with Agomar, and he realizes, though, that there's something wrong with Agomar. It's not just Agomar is an asshole dark friend. Yeah, Lan's the only one to figure it out so far. Yeah. That yeah. They're, they're being mind fiddled. And after he starts talking to him, even Agomar recognizes it and tries to kill himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lan's like, you're not doing that. Yeah, I know. And of course, Lan catches the blade with his bare hand. A little <laughs> blood drips off his finger. It's like. You know, got, got fucking land. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was kind of, I, I felt like they missed a chance for like that's the Simpsons meme where they're like, say the line, you know. Yeah. And then and Land is like, death is lighter than a feather. Duty <laughs> is heavier than a mountain. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, Tenobia dies. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting to see what that's going to end up doing for. So now Bashir is the, where I don't know how does does it go straight to Fayul or is it. Uh, Bashir, I think, was next in line, but, you know, obviously Fayil is his heir, so, yeah. 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 This is the situation that Elaine was eventually trying, essentially trying to avoid, right? Yeah, it was. And, and so, and yeah, Agamar, I don't know why Agamar sent Tenobi out specifically to go get killed, because that, that seems to be the implication. Yeah. yeah. It feels like a little bit of clumsy plotting to me, like, you know. Tenobia is just supposed to die here, so she runs off there and, and dies. Yeah, yeah. He, he just says the shadow wants her dead, but yeah, who knows? But, but why? Yeah. Because right? mm-hmm. they, they know everybody hates Fael, so they want her in charge. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hard, to, hard to say. Yeah, that, that, I, it's hard to imagine exactly what the tactical advantage of having Tenobia die for yeah. the shadow is. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I blame Brandis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> then Matt and his Imperial crew, because, I mean, this, this is how it goes, you know, sometimes when you're on like, a family trip or something like I just want to go to this one place and check it out and then another person goes and then two more people are coming with that person and then you've got like a 12 person trip and it's like in three cars yeah <laughs> now it's a whole entourage with like 100 100 Shan Shan soldiers yeah yeah Tuan and Tuan's truth seeker or I don't know all the people she's got and men yeah uh, yeah, he sees Demandred like screaming for the dragon reborn in the face, and he's like, "Well, I'm not going over there. That guy's crazy." You know? <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, oh hey, that's a Forsaken because Matt is stone cold badass. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Another but, one of them. Has Matt killed a Forsaken? Not yet, but you know, I mean, there's one right there. <laughs> the day is young. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, they go check out the battle, and he finds uh, Ty Lee. Who's uh, who's there? And that's they're the reserves that Gareth Bryan asked for, but Gareth Bryan asked them also to just stay there and not do anything. Yeah, yeah this this is the the cavalry that Min was sent to get, and yeah, they're just yeah. sitting there. And Matt clocks it re- immediately because he's yeah. got battle sense. Like yeah. he, he realizes that this is a a flaw. I think he says something along the lines of, "Huh, Gareth Bryan's a dark friend." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he, you know he's he's a. Uh, He's ready to go, right? Like, like he yeah. he he improvises, and, and Matt does his whole not a hero shtick. Yeah. Oh, this made me so happy to read this. Yeah, he oh. leads a charge I... into the the flank of the attacking Trolloc uh, cavalry or the the Sharing cavalry. Yep. And uh, and he's like, I'll deal with the channelers personally. And Tylee's like, Dude, wait, what? Seriously? Yeah. Like, would you put on some armor? How about that? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Fine, I'll put on some armor. She's like, Take some demand. He's like, No, there, no, uh, no, I'm not doing this. Yet. Yeah, no. 
that's not how I do things. Yeah. I'm glad that Matt finally puts on some armor. Yeah. It's, After all this. It's probably a good idea, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, not for very long, though, but just for just for a minute. Yeah, and he, uh, but, and he doesn't put on the helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no. but, I, but nothing nothing comes between me and this hat. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, he leads a bloody countercharge into the Shanchen army. Uh, they they kill their way across it. It is amazing. Yeah, the Shanchen light cavalry. We get like a description of their tactics. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, they it got, was. Yeah, a mix of different weapons that they apply differently. It's very they're very well trained. Yeah, and they're 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 perfect at taking out these these heavy cavalry. Yeah. Uh, they kill a whole lot of people. He personally uh, terminators down, like walks down a channeler. He's yeah. trying to kill him. Yep. And takes her out and captures her. I think Robert Jordan wrote this part. You think so? Feels, I do. It, it feels, feels It does. Yeah. yeah it it's feels good. familiar. All I can think through this section is like Grendel, big miss here, right? Not messing with Matt. Yeah. I, I don't even know if she could, but like. Yeah, it's funny because he's the one that she hasn't been messing with for some some reason, and now he's on the scene and and you know it's immediately figures it out. Yeah. Yep. Maybe maybe it's just one of those situations where everyone underestimates Matt, including Grendel, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, can you blame her? Right? <laughs> no, no. she's Because that actually happens here, where, like, after he does all this stuff and, like, murders his way through this Shanshin cavalry, one of the other Shanshin are staring at him like he's a demigod, like, oh, we get it now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we see why she married you. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, he he, do- he doesn't want to kill the Sharn Chandler. He knocks her out. Oh, come on. I know. I was like, okay, so uh, you don't want to kill her, but you're cool with her being tortured, you, broken, and enslaved. You literally, while you were writing here, you watched five people be like burned alive by this person, right? And you, you don't, you don't want to kill her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now she's just gonna be a slave. Well, he so. doesn't, he doesn't think about that because when they get back to camp, Tuan's like, you know, good job, you captured yourself a, a magic slave. He's like, well, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> now it's yours. Yeah, it, it, and uh, you know, Matt. Speaking of when Matt gets back, he's he at this point he's like, hey, Gareth Bryan's compromised. Um, I need to be in charge of the armies, and uh, Min needs to go tell Egwene. And Tuan goes along with it because at this point Matt's just like he's he's won himself quite a bit of prestige, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also might not occur to Fort Tuana that uh, somebody might just leave and not come back. That's a good point. That's true. Says. Uh, fun side note: apparently, um, so while he was on the battlefield, he broke a nail, right? Yeah. So he chews the nail off, spits it. On the ground uh, at the foot of this this uh, soldier who's very impressed with him. Yeah. And uh, apparently in Shanchan, that's how you raise someone to the low blood. Uh, <laughs> in, so in a very uh, mat series of events, um, he solo captures his tailor, which is very prestigious. And the guy that he accidentally raised to low blood was apparently a member of a of a counter faction that was going to be striking at them, who is now like converted to Team Matt. <laughs> so uh, Matt yeah. now has vassals. Good job, man. Yeah. And that, that guy's like a raging hero boner for Matt. So um, as do we all. Yeah, I mean, come on, yeah. right? Yeah, he's got it. He's got it, right? It's pretty awesome. So I hope Matt is able to like take over all the battles now. Yeah, there is a there is kind of a fun line here right at the end where Matt's talking to Tuan, and, and you know she's like, you know, he, he essentially says something along the lines of like, this battle's not going very well. She's like, well, I don't know. Everyone seems to think it's okay, but he's like, no, trust me. And she's like, okay, well. You know, that's that's risky, but I'll bet on you. It's like, I'm always a safe bet. You know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to imagine that everybody just rolled their eyes. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on, Matt. But I mean, like, you know, he he's he's right, you know. He's right. If yeah. you, you bet on Matt, he's got that luck, you know. So that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to talk about chapters 30 through 33 of A Memory of Light. 
I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. That's a little half of this. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The, the light, light illumined you. you.